It's like if The Shining were a heist movie and then there was no heist. Uh, this week on King Me, some houses are born bad. This is Rose Red. King me. Uh, King me, everybody. Um, what are you doing, Todd Barry? No, I'm just, this is just how I talk now. Oh, uh, yeah, for the listener, uh, Rob's uh, 5'2 now. Uh, he got much smaller. Uh, he's very gaunt, very gaunt now. Uh, he's different. We still like him. I'm a changed man. Yeah, for now, uh, Rob's going to keep co-hosting the show and see if he can, uh, you know, we have him on uh, protein powder. See if we can't beef him back up a little bit. Got him. We're putting him through a taffy puller, uh, just like in the Billy Wonka movie, Billy Wonka. <laughs> uh, welcome to King Me, the official podcast. Of King Me, baby. King Me. Oh, <laughs> oh, wow. He stuck his thumb in a glass of water and the water seemed to travel up through his thumb and fill him back out into a full size Rob. Uh, welcome to the show, Rob. Uh, I thought you were going to say I stuck my thumb in my mouth. All <laughs> blue. Oh, I wish I had. That's better. <laughs> uh, welcome to King Me, the official Stephen King movie podcast. As, That's right. As sanctioned by Stephen King in the comments section of our iTunes page. Hey, if you want to leave a review, just like Stephen King did, uh, you can go to iTunes and do so. And if you give us five stars, that's swell. All those reviews, what they do is they help new listeners find the show. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, this is King Me. It's the. It's also the official podcast of Kinging Me. It's also the official podcast of uh, getting scared of your own intro. <laughs> it's the podcast. It's the King Me program. Uh, hang, hang on one second. Oh, there, okay, Dan. yeah. It's the official podcast of audio magic. <laughs> Uh, that's it's the official podcast of Lacroix. Lacroix, the racist. Uh, seltzer water with a hint of flavor. Their <laughs> their seltzer waters will agree with your taste buds as much as you won't agree with their politics. <laughs> God willing, and the crick don't rise. Uh-huh. This week we're talking about Rose. You know, you know what? I don't want to get into it yet. Me either. Cool, because uh, it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. No, no. Uh, I guess we could. It's tough. We could mention the Patreon. Yeah, we could talk about that Patreon because I think. As of, I think, as of this episode, I think I so. think so too. I think whether we're ready or not, we should be there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, let's talk about Patreon. Yeah, folks, have you heard about <laughs> this? Folks, <laughs> 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 um, give me your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So as Rob barfed, uh, you can. <laughs> we have a Patreon page. The link to that'll be in the show notes where you can go and uh, become a monthly donor to the King Me program. Uh, mm-hmm. Why do we need your money? Well, one, um, I I live in an iron lung and it's very expensive. It's very expensive to drive around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, it the, runs on diesel. The expenses of the lung itself are covered by it my smokestack coming out of it. <laughs> I have. I have like Elysium health insurance, so the costs of that are covered, but it is, uh, it does have tank treads and it goes very slow and it's very heavy. <laughs> uh, it, it puts potholes in the asphalt yeah. and I don't care. I love it. 
Uh, so yeah, you can, if you go to our Patreon, you can become a monthly donor that helps us cover the cost of hosting the show, which I mean, not like us be doing the show, like hosting the episodes online costs us money. Uh, all this fancy fucking equipment we got costs mm-hmm. us money. And you know, once we um, get money, ever heard of it? It's a little thing called clams <laughs> bucks. Yeah. Uh, clams bucks redeemable at any clams resort any location. jimmy clam house. jimmy clam house oh, i hate that guy <laughs> yeah, he's always... sawdust on the floor his floor um <laughs> the slimiest handshake <laughs> mm, i hate his i hate his pseudo foot <laughs> uh it just pisses me right off now ah, there it is what that voice yeah. <laughs> that voice i've never done before mm-hmm there that, it is. That classic voice. You've been waiting for that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Without knowing. Uh-huh. Um, any great product fulfills <laughs> a desire you didn't know you had. Right. If you go to the Patreon page, uh, you can become a monthly donor. And um, yeah, if we... And as of right now... Yes. If you guys... Uh, go... Well, let's just say, if you give us a dollar... Oh, sure. To sure, four dollars, sure. we'll say... Thank you. We'll thank you on the show. That's right. Uh, we'll give you a little shout out. And if you like, you know, you email us, you want to send us a little note, we're more than happy to read that. Yeah. In general, we love hearing from you guys, but especially if you throw us some clams. Yeah. Bones. <laughs> Clam bones. Clam bones. Uh, oh, it was clams bucks. Yeah. My bad. Clam bones is a different thing. Yeah. yeah. From our past. Um. Yeah, so but if you donate five or more dollars a month, you will be given access to the Holy Grail. Yeah. Uh, Christ's chalice from which upon he did done did drink. Yeah. A before, bonus podcast. Before he was sentenced <laughs> to death by his best friend, Judith. <laughs> Judith. From HR. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's a real rat. <laughs> she's just doing her job. Yeah, she's just trying, trying to uh, climb that corporate ladder. Judith is a real working for the weekend type. She's mm. very stodgy at work, but on the weekend, she sentences her friends to be crucified. To death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, do you know when they crucified people, like for real crucified them? Uh-huh. Uh, they would feed them vinegar from a sponge. They'd like put, they'd soak a sponge in vinegar and tie it to its stick. And then they'd feed you that for, as you died slowly on the cross. For what purpose? I guess, uh, I guess because you got hungry. Let, let, just an extra little gross out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nailed to a cross, but yuckies. You hungry? <laughs> you want to eat a vinegar sponge? Uh-uh. <laughs> yes, you do. You love it, yeah. don't you? They turn into like sixth grade bullies. <laughs> yeah. They mix together everything on their lunch tray into a, a gray slurry. Oh, oh ketchup. Mashed potato, chocolate milk. Oh no! No way! No way! No way! My and my ice cream melted, so egg was in there too. Oh, uh, corn. Oh, uh, are those beans? Oh, chicken nugget. Oh, you know, guys, it actually doesn't taste that bad. <laughs> Five or more dollars a month. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Five or door door more. Five or door more. Door more. <laughs> uh, more door. Mordor. Mordor. Uh, now, if you Gimli. Guys... <laughs> Gimli, baby. Ooh, that's a good spin-off show. Yeah, if we do anything with, uh, with Ray, Ray Davies, is that his name? I think so. Wait, Ray from the Kinks? No, isn't that Dave Davies? Oh, is it? <laughs> Am I getting my Davies mixed up? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, while we sort this out. Hold on. Ray Davies. 
No, Ray Davies is from the Kinks. No, who's the guy who plays Gimli? Ah, not fucking Ray Davies. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. It's uh, this fucking... That would explain the part where he goes, Father Christmas, give us some money. <laughs> Father Christmas, give me your axe. <laughs> um, fun. Uh, it well, is fun. So while you do that, I'll explain so, that Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, if you donate five or more dollars a month to the show, let's not say donate. Let's say if you fund your favorite boys. John Reese Davies. Yeah, of course it was John Reese Davies. I was pretty close. Everyone <laughs> knew that the whole time, but especially me. That guy from, uh, he's he plays uh, uh, Celia in all the... Uh, so, the, the Selena, the yeah. Me- <laughs> yep, the Latina pop singer. Is you know, she is she Mexican? I almost said Mexican, but then I, I wasn't sure. But I think she is. She is Mexican. Okay, so is that who he plays? <laughs> Much like uh, fucking Ralph Fiennes plays Michael Jackson or Ray Fiennes. I get them mixed up. I don't know. Now, whoever played Voldemort? No. Yeah. No. 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 Isn't in that, it in that weird movie? Yeah. Isn't no, that? No. 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 Oh, another. Yeah. No. No. Welcome no. to Google me. <laughs> If you give us five dollars or more, you'll get access. Just let me get. You'll get access to, to Google. To more. <laughs> we know of a perfect search engine, and they're always working to improve their service. Uh, wait. Real quick, while you do that, let me just get guy, this out of what, my mouth. <laughs> the guy, the guy who's in um, what's the last Coen Brothers movie? Um, Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar. Not the guy who's like, what did it was? So uh, I haven't seen it, but it's oh. Valdi Mort plays Michael Jackson. Look it up while I say that if you give us $5 or more a month, you'll get a shout out on the show and access to our weekly bonus episode, the theme of which will change every so often. Currently, we are doing a series called Wall to Wall Carpenter, where sort of like this show goes through every Stephen King movie, Mm -hmm. we're going through every John Carpenter movie. And it's more fun because we like them. Okay. Are you ready to eat crow? You are talking about Joseph Fiennes. Okay, same thing, effectively. Are they all related? He did not play Voldemort. I know, that was Ray or Ralph. It was it was Ralph Fiennes. Ralph. Who was also in Hail Caesar. Okay. Guys, we're all straight. Are they brothers? Now. No. Uh, they all look alike to me. Yeah, British gentlemen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't believe that they're not brothers. <laughs> <laughs> um... His brother, Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, they are brothers. Fuck you. <laughs> so, you cocksure. <laughs> Goddamn. Goddamn cock. Sure. <laughs> cock? Sure. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, suffice it to say that Voldemort is Michael Jackson. And also, our president is Voldemort. He's orange Voldemort. Um, He's like a Cheeto. Yeah, I don't have to go to a rally for I know that he is like a Cheeto. So call your congressman. <laughs> so all right. So if you pledge five dollars or more, um, you'll have access to our bonus show, which you said is wall to wall Carpenter right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only twenty three John Carpenter movies. Mm-hmm. Projects. So if you're not super hot on John Carpenter, it'll be changing up pretty soon. It's changing up. And but if you're not super hot on John Carpenter, I got. I got I think, nothing for you. Well, here, <laughs> well, here's the other thing too: is I think we can sway you. Oh, that's I true. I think if you listen to these episodes of Wall to Wall Carpenter, yeah, we dig deep. I think. Yeah, 
I think so too. We go, what I found, we go a little bit deeper than we do, do on this show. What I found with that show is because there are substances, substance, there is substance to those movies. Right. We are able to have like a more film discussion. Right. Which sounds unbearable. <laughs> I realize that, but is very silly as well. Yeah. We, it's all the fun of this show with all the film criticism of someone who went to film school and someone who knows that guy. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, again, the link to the Patreon is in your show notes. Uh, you just tap on it. takes you straight there. Yeah. You whip out that credit card. You give us your money. Guys, and then, Please and again, thank you. the money is, is going to... Uh, it's going to cover costs of hosting and equipment, and that's pretty much it. Hell yeah. Yeah. I am committed to also getting shirts at some point. Yeah, that we would, should. We'll, that would be like a little seed money. <laughs> we should get some shirts going and maybe a mug. I would love to have a mug with our mugs on the mug. That's right. We should do. Here's an idea. Yeah. Well, this is. We're going to. Wow. Okay, so listen. Look right. Complete set. Yes. Yeah. Nothing left of the imagination. Right. They'll finally know what I look like. <laughs> hey, sorry about that. I just needed to talk to Rob. <laughs> so this is Rose Red. Okay, so let's talk 2002's about this. Two thousand two's Rose Red. The first movie released Ever after nine eleven. <laughs> Again. Yeah. Uh ooh, starring. Nancy Travis, who for me is best known uh, as Harriet from the Mike Myers Harriet romp. Tubman, the spy. Harriet <laughs> Tubman, the spy. That's actually true. Harriet Tubman was a spy. Yeah. Well, so they. You've fallen into my trap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Jeez. Oh, so I'm was Har- was Nickelodeon's Harriet the Spy a whitewashing of the story of H. Tubman? Yes. That's too bad. Nancy uh, Travis, who you may know as Harriet from the Mike Myers rom-com, So I Married One Axe Murderer. The, definitely in the top three Mike Myers movies, right? I think it's the top. It's like the best one? It's like that and Wayne's World. That's and what I, like nothing else aged well at all. Yeah. And even Wayne's World, I think. like I, I would have to go back... I th- I think the last time I watched Wayne's World, I, I still enjoyed it. I think there was still... There's like, a lot of good to say about yeah. it. Um, Thank you, Spheris. I think it goes... I, I, I think it... Ah, it's tough. So I Married an Axe Murderer, Wayne's World, the first. Mm-hmm. And then and then probably she- The Love Guru? <laughs> You're being facetious. I am. You? I'm just... <laughs> I'm just... Oh, I'm it. so mad when you're not honest with me. Um, you might also know her from uh, for it playing Vanessa Baxter in uh, Last Man Standing. Not to be confused That's with... the sequel to Home Improvement. <laughs> it's Tim Allen's show. Oh, that's right. I Okay. So I was deeply confused because I was thinking of Last Man on Earth. Yeah. Wait a second. A different program. So you know of the Tim Allen show Last Man Standing? <laughs> yeah. Yes. 
how many seasons do you think there are of that show? Six. I want to say six. How many episodes does that consist of? That would be probably about 120 episodes. It's 130. Jesus Christ. And you were right. It's yeah. six seasons. So how, how many fucking... seasons of Friends are there? Like 10? Yeah, I want to say 10. Okay. Okay. That's too close. Got to nip it in the bud. Tim Allen yeah, I mean, does not deserve money. He's just going to spend it on cocaine. Trafficking cocaine. <laughs> Is that what he does? That's what he got busted for in the 80s. Oh, I love that. Yeah. There's a great mugshot of him looking like have the thickest mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he looks good. No, he looks He great. looks great. He's just, he happened to have been trafficking cocaine. Now, when they say he was trafficking cocaine, does that just mean he was like touring in a car and drove with a lot of cocaine across state lines? Yeah, he was uh, transporting a lot of cocaine in his nose. Yeah. <laughs> He's a he, he is a mule. He's a drug mule. Yeah, sorta. Who else is in this movie? No, a guy named David Dukes. That that threw me for a loop in the credits. Not that David Duke. <laughs> yeah, and and it's not even the plural of David Duke because we all know that's David's Duke. Um, um, shout out to uh, I got a shout out. I just realized why I thought of that. Very similar to something. Uh, that was said on the podcast, Angry Little Goats. Okay. So, uh, I don't want to be... I'm no joke thief. Mm. I'm no mind of Mencia. Uh-huh. Melanie Linsky's in it, too. Um, real quick, David Dukes uh-huh. actually passed away during the production of this movie. Really? Yeah. He um, he was only 55 years old, um, and he pa- he died uh, playing tennis. He had a heart attack. Oh, geez. And he died the night before he was supposed to return back to film his scenes. So in this movie, there's a certain point where you like see him up to like maybe like two thirds into the movie, yeah, and then like nothing after that. Yeah, that's true. Did they kill his character? That would have been important. They, they did kill the character. Okay. That was the. It that seemed was, like the yeah, plan yeah, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, but he was not a ghost. You did not see a ghost of him. He for like a split second. Um, in the trivia thing, it says that like a. Stuntman or something put on like oh, uh, a mask. That's horrendous. A masky. That's so scary. Of, of have a you seen? Man. <laughs> have you seen that photo from the set of a Harry Styles music video of a stuntman wearing a like a featureless Harry Styles mask oh. dangling from a crane? It is nightmarish. It is so horrifying. <laughs> Uh, would we know David Dukes from anything? It says we know. No, no, not really. He looks super familiar. He looks he, like a hunk in his IMDb picture. Yeah, he was in like he's been in movies. He he just seemed like a just I, an actor. I will say, a guy who he, made a living acting. He was well cast. I think he has a great look to play like the the like the head the of a stodgy department. dean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who, this guy Matt uh, Kessler. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in, he was in this movie, uh, last days of disco, which it's like, it's a nineties movie, but I think Parker Posey is in it and Chloe Sauvignet. Ah, uh, um, he was like, also in Mr. Magoo. <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> in quiz show, uh, quiz show with, uh, Ralph Fiennes. Boom. Uh, from Voldemort. Yeah. From, uh, playing Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, Melanie Linsky, Melanie Linsky, former WTF guest, Melanie Linsky. 
That I don't know why I remember that so. It was vividly. a great that her episode of WTF. If you haven't listened to it, go listen to it. It's fantastic. Yeah. Listen to this full episode and then go listen to that. Yeah. Hey people. <laughs> hey people. <laughs> Stamps.com. Pow. Where I where just we, crapped myself. We would you would know Melanie Linsky from Two and a Half Men. Right, was, I don't know. Is she in that? Yeah, she plays like the neighbor who's obsessed with Charlie Sheen. What? She's in that uh, HBO show Togetherness, the um, uh, the fucking the bro- Duplass brothers show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's in Up in the Air, uh, George Clooney. So film. she specializes in uh, like bougie people with yeah. romance problems. Yeah, but I don't know. She's she's been in like some good movies, like um, Rose Red. Like Rose Red, um, I I really whenever she's in a movie, I'm I'm always kind of like on board. I'm yeah. I'm kind of like I trust her. I I think she's very good, and I'm and she doesn't like. I think she even said it in that WTF interview where she's like, "I'm not going to be like a movie star or anything like that." But I'm always I'm always just kind of rooting for her. Well, I believe he said, "Are you going to be a movie star?" And she said, "No, no, no." She is she's a Kiwi. Nari. Um, she was in this movie that came out recently called uh, "I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore." Yeah, I've been meaning to watch that. It's on Netflix. It, I, it's pretty it good. good. Yeah. Is it, it like kind of a comedy or is it not a comedy? It's kind of a comedy. Mm-hmm. There, it's um, it's a mix. I would say it's so a little bit of comedy and a little bit of drama. <laughs> comedy. Comedama. <laughs> yeah. Do 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 do. Phenomenal. Come on, Dama. Yeah, it's uh, you know the guy who did Blue Ruin and uh, yeah. Green Room, dude. Blue Ruin is the shit. It's the fucking. It's one of my favorites. It's really good. And every time someone's like, "Have you seen Blue is the warmest color?" I'm like, "Yeah, no. I <laughs> oh, think wait. it's that's. It's I think super it's different. I was gonna say, I think it's probably not the same yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah, one is like a realistic revenge film, and the other one is a French uh, teen love story between two girls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah um, I well, I've seen Blue Ruin. All right. And well, in in Blue Ruin, the main character in Blue Ruin, the Mister Blue, um, <laughs> he, uh, yeah, I don't tip. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's his whole deal. He doesn't yeah, yeah. tip. He actually he wrote and directed. Um, I don't feel at home in this world. Anymore. Okay, very cool. And it's it's. I would say they're very close in tone to those mm. movies. It's very good. So Linsky's in it. So wait, Blue Ruin, Green Room. Yeah. What's next for this guy? That he's been asked that question. Purple. Rain? Rain? Oh. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> An all-white remake of Purple Rain. Yeah. You know what? We had the Wizard of Oz, and then they made The Wiz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Nope. Uh-uh. God willing. It's not a one-to-one. And is the it? crick don't rise. Oh, boy. What is that phrase? What does that mean? And the crick don't rise? God willing, and the crick don't run. Well, that's a that's a Ray LaMontagne album. Oh, welcome to Coffee Corner, where we just talk about. The <laughs> welcome things. to LaMontaining it. Oh, or um, l- the Holy LaMontagne. <laughs> <laughs> Our art house podcast no. about Ray LaMontagne. 
that's a joke for no one. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That's a joke for anyone who wouldn't listen to this show. Yeah. Or happen. Yeah. It, whoever the, that joke is for will never hear it. They've been <laughs> dead for 20 years. Yeah. No, it might be. I don't know. It's probably for someone who's seen Yodorowsky's Dune. Yeah. Okay. They talk about that movie in that yeah, movie, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. All right. So it's a good joke then. And we like it. Yeah, it's good. Google it. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, and again, if you donate five dollars to our Patreon, <laughs> you, you'll, you'll have, have access, access yeah. to Google. This is how we incentivize Rob. This is how we incentivize Rob to give us the money. I'm uh, done whispering. Yeah. <laughs> and like that disapproving shake of the head. No. Emily Deschanel also in this film. Oh. Wait, Emily Deschanel? Yeah, Don't she played Zoe Deschanel? No, I mean Zoe from Sesame Street, but I mean Emily Deschanel. Emily Deschanel from fucking Bones. Yes, not to be confused with the um, the professional chef Emily Bechamel. <laughs> Cut that out of the show. <laughs> as soon as it left my mouth, I was like, that's somehow even beneath me. Uh, um, how many uh, how many seasons of Bones do you think there is? All right, well, let's see. Six seasons, the last one, hundred ten seasons of Friends. I'm gonna mm-hmm. say there are fifth, no, twelve seasons of Bones. It's, it's exactly twelve. Is seasons. it really? Yeah. A, oh, are you a huge Bones guy? A Bones dozen. Yeah. Are you a Bones daddy? One dozen. <laughs> I a Bonesman. Twice I slept with someone who liked Bones, and twice I pretended that it wasn't unwatchable. An issue? Yeah. <laughs> It's the worst show I've ever watched. There is nothing. And twice I had to <laughs> pretend their favorite show was something else so I could continue fucking them. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not a good show. It's Bones. It's not even like, because like, okay, so like Monk is not a good show, but you can watch it for nine hours. How many people do you think turned off the podcast when I said Monk is not a good show? <laughs> Certainly Tony Shalhoub. Mm-hmm. Not a fan anymore. Yeah. <sighs> we should do a Tony Shalhoub podcast. Yeah. Um, for the, the bonus. The bonus? Thing. Yeah. Uh, Natural Shalhoub. Oh. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Shalhoub or Shalhoub me up, daddy. Ugh. <laughs> I don't like that. Yes or no? <laughs> Gonna need a verbal yes before we go through. Before this. we continue, yeah. Um, Julian Sands, yes, uh, WikiLeaks founder Julian Sands. <laughs> Julian Sands was uh, he was in all those Warlock movies. You ever see those? No, uh, <laughs> like Voldemort. Yeah, kind of. It's like a... <laughs> he was. It, there were a series of horror movies where he was ah! the Warlock. Oh God. Um, can't just start talking about a horror movie like that. I know. Scared me. He was the warlock? Yeah. Wait. Have you ever seen or heard of Boxing Helena? Helena. No. I've heard of Boxing Day and the song Helena by My Chemical Romance. Okay. These are different. Well, yes, but together. But together. It's basically the same. Okay. What is Boxing Helena? He plays a man who's obsessed with... Uh, a woman. I think it's the same. Who plays? It doesn't matter. It's it's the the Laura That's... Palmer from Twin Peaks. Okay. I, um, I also don't know who she is. So yeah. So but he, Sherry uh, Cheryl Finn. Um, sh- he kidnaps her. Uh oh. <laughs> well, that's a bit of rotten luck. And um, 
and he cuts off her arms and legs Whoa. and keeps her in like a a box. And oh, man, that is far more literal than I ever could have imagined. I know, I know. Um, and she eventually falls in love back. Oh, no. Um, yeah. I haven't seen the movie in, the, I don't know, about a day or two. That seems... <laughs> is, it, is it as torture porny as it sounds? No. There's no? None of, none of that stuff. Is there, and it's not played as like a horror movie at all. That's it, it so might, much worse. Yeah, like I, I, I mean, like I really, more effective. Worse. Yeah, I really, I don't think I've seen the movie in like 15, 20 years. Mm-hmm. But the way that I remember it, it was not played as a horror, and it was, it was more like a psychological Wrong romance. Com? Wow, well, not com, but certainly. Wrong. Yeah, not like it wasn't. There was no comedy to it but it was definitely not as horrifying as it should have been yeah it's like a like and i a, cannot find it on dvd much <laughs> yeah it's uh a lot of romance and no comedy much like most woody allen movies Ugh. Uh, so i put her in a box yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't have one I'm I'm, I'm I'm I, i'm gonna leak it all uh i'm being extradited <laughs> Neither do I. I also don't Julian, have a Woody Allen. Julian Assange. Allen? Yeah. Uh, Julie Allen. Assange. Oh, no. Ooh. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to King Me. Can we save it? I think people probably listen to this show to see if we'll ever dig ourselves out of the hole. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so far, no good. No. Um, who else is it? Matt Ross. Um. Oh, yes. He plays like a, a pretty big part in this. Now, He's... if you know that name, you don't, but you'll know his face from the program Silicon Valley. Yeah, he's in a lot. He's been in a lot of movies, actually. I feel like I've never seen him before Silicon Valley. He So he plays the CEO of Hooli mm-hmm. in Silicon Valley. He was also in the movie PCU with Jeremy Piven and John Favreau. And the PCU, of course, stands for uh, Piven, uh, copywritten. Ooh yeah, <laughs> ooh baby, ooh with a U, <laughs> ooh, ooh. Um, he's also in uh, American Psycho. Mm. Is he like just a a yuppie? He's one of the yuppies, but I don't know if you remember the movie too well. He's the one who turns out to be gay. Who like? Yes, he yeah. starts like sort of kissing um, Christian Bale in. I think they may be in like a men's room or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. That's him. Wow. Um, and he's in a bunch of other stuff. Uh, Face Off. That's great. Um, <laughs> the Aviator. Is that the one with Leo? Yeah. I haven't seen it. I've only seen the scene where he's uh, being, he's all Howard Hughes about it. Mm-hmm. He's got like, his house is all covered up and stuff. You know. Also starring Jimmy Simpson. Mm, fan favorite. Jimmy Simpson. Jimmy Simpson of Westworld. Never seen it. Of uh, he's one of the McPoyle brothers. In, oh, uh, in yeah, Always Sunny in Philly. Yeah. He's he's just great. And aw, Jimmy Simpson and Melanie Linsky met on the set of this movie, and they fell in love, and they got married. Come on, it's true. You gotta be frigging kidding me. But now they're divorced. Come on. Yeah. Is nothing sacred? <laughs> Not even my favorite institution, the institution of marriage. Uh, also starring Kevin Ty. How many people can this movie be starring? Kevin Ty 
is in the movie Roadhouse. He's the one who hires Patrick Swayze to come clean up his bar. That's right. I thought he looked familiar. And that's it. And I was right. I, he looked familiar from Roadhouse. Let's talk about this movie. Cool. Quickly. Um, it, it's it's basically just a haunted house movie. Yeah. It's like, it is like, it's Six Flags Fright Fest. Yeah. It's, I don't know. Fright Fest. In, in looking into, you know, some of the backstory with this, it wasn't an adaptation. So this isn't based on any books. So we don't even just, have to talk about. Thank God. The temptation the is tempt- removed. Yeah. We are, we are effectively eunuchs. The temptations have been removed. We are the temptations. Well, no. The temptations have been removed. So we're like the uh, we're like popular music. We're like the Everly Brothers. <laughs> there you go. Um, it is. It's like a big old haunted house. Uh, somehow, simultaneously, so much exposition and no reservations. Yeah. Um, Poor Jane. So... Okay, here's the interesting thing about the I, like after watching this four-hour movie, mm-hmm. um, I found the most interesting thing to be the story behind it. Yeah, uh, oh, about the house. No. Oh. The well, there is. Oh, the exposition scene. No, no, no. I'm talking about the story, the making of this movie. Oh. Originally, this movie was supposed to be a uh, theatrical film, mm-hmm. and it was supposed to be directed by Steven Spielberg, um, the Stephen King of directing. That's right. Yes. Um, and Stephen King and Spielberg could not agree on the tone of the movie. Yeah, I could imagine. Yeah. I, I fucking I. Can you imagine what an odd couple? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like Stephen Just King's like standing what in if a room were... together. <laughs> Stephen King's like, what if it were a scary cartoon? Yeah, and Steven Spielberg's like, what if it were one of the greatest movies of all time? <laughs> and Stephen King said, I can't have that. It needs to be very specific. Right. So what ended up happening is they couldn't come to an agreement and they ended up parting ways over the project, right? Then about a month later, Stephen King was hit by a car. This is that time. Oh, wow. That's where we are in history. So this is also not only our first... Go on. Not only our first post 9-11 film, also Mm -hmm. our first post Stephen King's near-death experience film. That's right. Wow. So he got hit by a car and... um, after I guess during the recovery of it, he worked on this script. So what was a feature length movie became a TV movie, a much longer hours, thing, over four written hours, by yeah. a guy who had nothing but free time. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And he he talks about how um, you know it was the only way to sort of get back into writing was just to like just write do it. this thing. Yeah. Um, so I mean that I is like truly one of my favorite things about him is just like his his workman his approach his, ethic. his craftsman yeah yeah he he's not I mean he's an artist right just by virtue sure. of the fact that he does it but he doesn't take like the sort of mystical like art approach to it it's mm-hmm. very yeah it's, it's very he's very it's the craft he, yeah he's it's the movie the craft. <laughs> Yeah, he's a writer, and he's like it's he's like a journeyman writer. He's just like yeah. he's doing his own Blue thing. Jeans, but yeah, plaid shirt, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. grease on his hands. Yeah, his greasy fingers yes. from just his typewriter. Chicken. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and then yeah. the house, um, it's loosely based. The story is loosely based on the Winchester House. Yes. Um, if you don't know the story of the Winchester House. 
give us five dollars <laughs> and you can and google, you can google it. <laughs> it um right now you probably gotta use a proxy server to get australian google <laughs> which no matter what you no. search whatever you search google. it says oh did you mean kangaroo <laughs> Go- did you mean google. a boomerang google. did you mean a third thing uh the sydney opera house <laughs> yes paul <No>. hogan <laughs> Uh, crocodile. <laughs> crocodile. Did you mean our president, Yahoo Serious? What? Yahoo Serious? What's that? He was a man. Um, nope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, in, well, actually, if you Google it, it's, it comes up as Google Serious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, this is me raising a glass to the I, audience. I heard this on a podcast. I can't take credit for it, but I forget which one it was. But they were talking about Yahoo Serious. So you can't even give credit for it. <laughs> yeah. Right. I, it's just not mine. It, it's just out there. Yeah. Yeah. Pick it out of the sky. <laughs> but uh, they were talking about Yahoo Serious, who was in a movie. I think he wrote, directed, and starred in a movie called Young Einstein. Okay. Back in the 80s. Are you thinking of Baby Einstein? I'm not. Are you thinking of Baby Geniuses? <laughs> I'm thinking of Young Einstein starring Yahoo Serious, who later went on to sue the company Yahoo for stealing his name, and he did not win. That's psychotic. It is. Well, is he like indigenous? Is that why his name is so unfamiliar to my white, white ears? I don't think so. Huh. I think he's just a, just a weirdo. No kidding. I, it might be like a... Uh, <laughs> I think that might be. Is a he fake indigenous? Name. No, might... he's just a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. Yeah. That's uh. That's that boggles the mind. Yeah. Wow. So rose red. Rose red. <laughs> uh. Yeah. It's loosely based on the Winchester House, which is uh a mansion in I think California. Yes. Owned by the Winchesters of gun fame. Yeah. Um, and Mr. Winchester's wife uh, became just obsessed with continuing to build this mansion. And like it, it has a lot of eccentricities. There are staircases that go nowhere. Mm. There are doors that uh, lead nowhere. Uh, there are secret doors. I don't remember if the upside down room is like a real thing as well. I, I'm not sure. Um, but like, I mean... I believed it without mm-hmm. knowing for sure. It's a giant mansion with like, oh, there's one one door you open and it's just a two-story drop. Yeah. So scary. I know. And so Rose Red is the name of the mansion mm-hmm. in the movie Rose Red that is loosely How based. How get zoning permits for all that stuff? I don't think there were zoning past- permits. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, were you going to tell a gun person what to do? They're a gun. <laughs> they are a gun. They are a gun. Yeah. Yeah, um, he probably has. He probably just keeps bullets in his pocket. So, so this movie, <laughs> um, it's about a group of people led by uh, Nancy Travis, who plays mm-hmm. Professor Joyce Reardon. Um, uh, she leads a group of uh, specially abled people. Differently abled is the term they prefer. They, <laughs> well, they are, are all sort of psychic. They all have. They all have a different psychic uh, power. Extra. It's like yeah, they're all kind of X Men. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like an X Men, but a narrower band. Yeah. yeah, they're basically like I could only. I never think of South Park anymore, but I could only think of that episode of South Park where. I, 
either Stan or Kyle is like cold reading people to prove that John Edwards is a phony. Mm-hmm. But then he, there are like other psychics who get mad at him. I, unless yeah. I'm mashing two episodes up. That eh, sounds familiar. But there are other psychics who get mad at him and they do like psychic battles where it's just them in a living room going, no, 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 no. Yeah. But yeah, so it's like a group of uh, weirdos. Um, one of them yeah, can read minds. Yeah, um, and Melanie Linsky, she doesn't have any powers, but her younger sister uh, has the power of telekinesis, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, she can we- also make rocks. <laughs> well, yeah. The, <laughs> the oh, fuck was that? The first scene in this movie, and we're not going to go scene by scene because it's fucking four hours. Yeah. Um, but the first scene in this movie takes place, I guess, like a few years prior to this. And um, you're, you're, we're introduced to this older couple who's talking about the little girl across the street and how they had to put their dog down because the dog bit this little girl. Mm-hmm. And that's not right and bop, bop, bop and all this stuff. And the little girl is in her room drawing the house. And then all of a sudden she starts like... Drawing crayon all over the house. Real angry. angry. And then giant rocks start falling out of the sky and destroying this house with these two old people in it. And right before a rock falls on the old man, he looks to the camera and holds up a small wooden sign that says, yikes. That's right. (laughs) Um, This uh, falling rocks thing Mm -hmm. is actually in the, and we're not going to talk about it. Okay. But it's in the book, Carrie. Really? Yeah. Carrie can do that? I guess so. Why did he insist? Oh, because it got left out of the movie and he's probably been bitter about it since yeah. the 70s. But there's going to be two. We're going to. We've already watched two Carrie movies. There's two more coming up. So maybe it's in one of those. Is it two remakes of Carrie? Yeah. Is that what the new. The, wow. That is such a short fucking span of time to make two reboots. Yeah. I mean. Spider Man. Two Hulks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say like two Hulks in a year. Or whatever. Yeah. Competing Hulks. Yeah. Speaking of competing Hulks, how about that Thor Ragnarok trailer? Oh, my goodness. It looks so good. I know. Dayglow everything. Dayglow day glow Goldblum. <laughs> yeah. Dayglow Bloom. I... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I... <laughs> I was, like, crunching numbers in my head trying to figure out if I could uh, fit Dayglow Goldblum somehow into the the Banana Boat song by... Harry Belafonte. Oh. It did not Dago, pan out the way. Dago Goldblum. Dago Goldblum. Hey. Hey, the old neighborhood. <laughs> uh, oh, life finds a way. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck out of here. You fucking dinosaur. <laughs> you fucking raptor with the toes. Get the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Get the fuck off the counter mm. in the kitchen. Why was he Bill Burr for a second? Anywho, uh, yeah, no, I really like that trailer, and I laughed out loud when he says he knows the Hulk from work. That is <laughs> such a funny joke. Yeah, it's like, a ridiculous not, line. Not even like Marvel movie funny, like <laughs> actually funny. Uh, very excited about that movie. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I mean the whole trailer that. Okay, great trailer. Sidebar. About it's got this like it's got a real like heavy metal vibe to it, like, like the, the animated. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's it does, just though. all like '80s sort of fucking. Not even day glow, like neon. I don't know. It's yeah, no, great. you're right though. It's like very colorful. It's almost like Guardians of the Galaxy colorful. Yeah, yeah. And 
the whole like the immigrant song playing over. Oh fucking yeah, dude! Like I don't know. If yeah, that... bro, dude. Yeah, <laughs> it, it looks like uh, it looks like a scene painted on the side of a guy's van, which I'm totally into that. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> way to describe it. Um, and then yeah, and then that last bit where he fucking you know he sees Hulk and. You know what's my my least favorite thing about that movie is going to be how it ties into like the Infinity War storyline. I don't you even know, want that. Okay. I just want uh, not. I mean, I don't want to. I'm not going to spoil anything for Guardians Two. Okay, but it does. It Guardians Two doesn't really. Yeah. Well, don't they show up in Ragnarok? Isn't that like I don't know. Maybe I feel like I've heard that. I mean, they're I know they're they're talking about Ragnarok being like a space road movie between hell yeah <laughs> Thor and uh, Hulk, which that's awesome. I'm in. Um, that's so good. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess wait and see. But like, I wish there were no villain in Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, but I, you know what though? Kate Blanchett looks fucking awesome. Yeah, she does. She does. Uh, did not realize it was her until I think you told me actually just now. No, no, <laughs> like a day or two ago. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, I hate to spoil like the re- the reality we've built within this show, but uh-huh. we know each other outside the room. <laughs> um, Rose Red. Mm. Mm, yeah, so the little girl, she's autistic in quotes. Yeah, it's not handled well. No, because nobody. I don't know. Have you ever seen a movie where like somebody's autistic and it's handled properly? No, I feel like I haven't seen a lot of movies where there's an autistic character though. Like, well, it's like this and the social network. Uh, yeah, I guess. Um, right. He's, he has Asperger's, doesn't he? I don't know. I mean, it, it kind of, it would seem so in the movie, but I don't know. That's just as Jesse Eisenberg's acting style. Yeah. Um, I know that movie, the accountant, with Ben Affleck. Oh God, yeah, I heard that was very bad. Yeah, yeah. Um, people, I had without having seen the accountant. I think people in this case, for sure, in yeah. the case of Rose Red, having autism just means you're a little shy. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah. not a people person, uh-huh. a bit of an introvert. Right. Yeah. Um, which that's not the case. Right? No. She, yeah, she has autism. I'm afraid your daughter will never be the life of the party. <laughs> <laughs> she will never have a lampshade on her head. <laughs> uh, we oh, and the, the parents are crying. <laughs> oh, no. The dad has a lampshade on his head. <laughs> they both have lampshades. No, crying. he has a lampshade on his head. The mom is dabbing her eyes with a tie that's tied around her forehead. <laughs> yes, perfect. Uh, that's my style of improv. <laughs> Is to go no, <laughs> and then <laughs> no but no, not even no but. It's like no instead. <laughs> no instead. How about yeah? Um. So, so uh, Professor Joyce Reardon, she works at this college, and she's leading a this team of yeah, so, psychic okay. people. So it opens and it's Ghostbusters. <laughs> Yeah. Right. She's like she's sort of the crackpot of this college. The dean wants her out. Yeah. Um the guy right, the, the, or the department chair. The department chair it isn't um isn't going along with any of this mm. like supernatural bullshit. And he plants one of the like a senior in there who played by Jimmy Simpson. Mm. Um yes. and as like a so trying to out her basically yeah. as like so she's crazy like person. she's giving a lecture and at the end of the lecture she's like does anybody have any questions he's like yeah i got a question right 
how come you think ghost is real or no basically it's like is it true that you're leading a uh, group a research group at the rose red mansion Mm -hmm. over the over the break and is it true that you're using department funds to do it Uh and she's basically like this is rude son yeah um, so that, that is by way of a question, we find out what her whole steez is, right. which is that she's trying, she's basically searching for proof of like paranormal shit, right? Ghosties, ghoulies, goblins, and the, the ancient goblins guy. and warlords right? under the arc of a weather stain board. Yep. Is that what we decided it is? I isn't it awful? We, yeah. We've heard that song. I don't know. Like more than anything <laughs> more than any other I've heard song that, i've heard that I've heard song the, the first 55 times more than any other <laughs> that's how many times i've only heard it. i i've i've listened to those 17 seconds so many yeah times. it's scorched into my brain um but it's so and then the department like i said the department head is not going along with this he doesn't want her to do this he doesn't want her using depart uh school funds all the shit right and he's like very openly like i'm gonna take you down yeah you're gonna lose your job because you don't deserve one right um so she contacts all these people who we talked about the cast before it's basically all of them uh matt ross julian sands kevin ty uh who else judith ivy that older woman Mm -hmm. the christian yep emily deschanel so they're so she gathers them all together to spend a, a night, two nights or something. For their own breakfast club. Yeah. yeah. And they're, they're, she's going to pay them all like five grand. And most of these people are like kind of hard up for money. Mm-hmm. Um, especially yeah, that is, uh, Matt Ross's character, that's Emery. That's his character's deal even. Like there's, yeah. a whole, there's a little scene where she's on the phone with him and he's like playing hardball. Yeah. And when he hangs up, you've like he, his mom comes in his mom the worst character in any movie yeah. i've ever seen but and like basically they establish that they don't have money and every time he what? sees a ghost uh like leading up to going to rose red like the yeah. rose red keeps sending him like warnings right and he keeps yelling save the warnings for someone who's not broke right yeah yep um and so his his power say is sending ghosts away yeah that's that's Pretty all much. He, that's yeah. all he does yeah um oh my god the like the head-on shot at the end where he sends a ghost away with a little hand gesture <laughs> yeah that was bad it was bad uh so uh, um so this professor gathers this group together and a lot of the first hour or so of this movie is exposition Mm -hmm. where she's just going into the history of this house and how it was built around the turn of the century and um you know it's ellen rimbauer rimbauer Uh, ellen rimbauer yeah and her family and the whole family history and one of the the people going on this expedition is a descendant of the rimbauer steve rimbauer who's also doinking nancy travis right who right so this and he's like a younger guy he seems like he's in his like mid-20s i'd say yeah he's a real pool boy yeah and she's she's like a she's a real pool girl yeah she's well she's just like a a, an older woman not old but she's probably in her like early 40s i'd say yeah um and i mean i think it becomes clear 
I didn't get it at first, but then like you know that later she's taking on, advantage of him. Yeah, she's just fucking him to. You're get... just using me to meet my ghosts, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, you just want to meet my ghosts. You're just like all the others. <laughs> you just want to get uh, killed by my great great grandma. Oh, <laughs> always have to. Just ask. Cool. I'll just meet her for you. To Stupid. you. Stupid. Shit. Um, so Shit. while she's gathering the group together, this other professor, uh, Carl Miller, um, he he gets that guy, that kid Jimmy Simpson, and basically he's like, "All right, I want you to take pictures of them while they're in the house doing like stupid, spooky bullshit." Yeah, and it basically show that it's a complete waste of time. Um, so he drops him off before the whole the rest of the group gets there mm-hmm. and he goes walking through the house and he's immediately greeted by the ghost of the caretaker yeah um, what's her name uh Sukina. she uh i mean the actress that played her yeah. had the craziest eyes yeah like she was scarier when she wasn't like a a ghoul and not even scary but her eyes were so intense she had very intense eyes. And like a very narrow face. See, sort of. One of the things about this movie was like, so like a few people saw this woman, Sukina, mm-hmm. right? And she's dressed like it's 1900. Yeah. And nobody says a word. Uh-huh. Every, like She's like, All right, oh, we're expecting you. Come right on in. This way. And everybody's like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will come with you. Like, what do you, what? Yeah. This spooky house, and you're dressed like a spooky ghost. What's the deal? <laughs> um, uh, so, so uh, this kid, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bollinger. Kevin Bollinger. He goes into the house, and he's walking around, and he's maybe there for 10 minutes before Dude, he it takes forever. So he goes into a solarium, and there are bees, and they kind of attack him. For what felt like 15 minutes. But, but, they okay. like kind of come at him and then he goes, ah, ah, and then he runs away, but they're still active by the hive, but he's fine from a distance. And then a few of them come over and then he runs to a different spot and nothing continues to happen. But then he dies. Yes. He is snatched up by vines. Yeah. And he loses his phone. Right. His cell phone. His cellular telephone. His uh, wireless. <laughs> his mobile. His, his, yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, very shortly after that happens, the rest of the group. Yeah. Like a half hour. Yeah. Yeah. Same day for sure. Um, wasn't it also weird the, the geography, like geographically where that that house was? Yeah. It's like right in the middle of a city. Like, yeah. It's like this enormous. It's supposed to be like a sprawling sort of should be on like acres of land sort of thing, but they've like built around it. Right. Like the house itself is, is like the size of what you would think the overlook hotel. Really yes. Would be. It's like, yeah. the hotel it's like, size. it's like a complex. Yeah. It's like a castle in the traditional sense where it's actually a collection of buildings. Right. Yeah. And it is in that the middle of the city. It's like for the, all my uh, Ren fair friends <laughs> out there. It's at the top of this like hill. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because it's clearly not it's there. So bad. Yeah. It's they so, like so the way that they keep cutting back and forth is like, you know, somebody will be standing looking at the house from the street and you get that shot. And then they walk into what would be the gates of the the grounds 
and then cut to the reverse shot of their back in front of the house. And you're like, we're in a different location yeah. altogether, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so the group gets there and they find the phone. They find this. They're like, ugh, he's, this kid's here somewhere. And when did the spooky, the spooky stuff start happening right away? Or is it that night? Might be that night. Yeah, like everybody... Right, they do like a little quick exploring of the house to get you familiarized with some of the settings that we'll be revisiting. Right. That and hallway, a, that like trick hallway. The trick hall... Right, the the perspective hallway. Yeah. Which it's another one of those Willy Wonka things we were talking about. Yeah. Where, like that hallway that like shrinks down as you walk down it. Pretty sure it's Billy, but that's fine. <laughs> um, And then the, the upside down room. Yeah. Um, where all those furniture is glued to the ceiling. And... uh. Yeah, her parents for sure had lampshades on their head. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then... I don't remember any of the others. They they go to the kitchen because that's where the girl... Yeah, you, well... The little girl died. Yeah. It is ju- it's just a fucking haunted house. It, no, it is... Like, okay, this movie's four hours long, and the at the two-hour mark... Um, Nobody, there's, we've seen some ghosty stuff, but nothing really, nothing to our group of people here. Well, by the end of the first part, Emily Deschanel dies. She's the first one dead. That's a, that's not at the end of the, she's dead by that point. That's two and a half hours in. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself by one half hour. Yeah. Um, so, and we, and we have to talk about Kevin. <laughs> well, so. They're walking around, and then, again, a lot of exposition um, from Nancy Travis. Just like the whole, every also, time like, they walk into a room, it's like, and then this room has a whole backstory. Yeah, and like I like that they mixed it up by having Stephen Rimbauer also tell the story of yeah. his relatives. That he and so this kid Stephen Rimbauer has also been there a couple times. He's seen some shit. Uh-huh. Um, the whole deal also is that they. Um, are they're gonna tear it down in a couple months? That doesn't right. really come up, yeah, yeah too yeah. much. Um, so so that night before everybody goes to bed, they're um, you know, telling she's telling the story, some more stories and shit. And um, what's her name? The little girl, uh, hold on, I want to get this. Annie, um, Annie finds Glenn Miller album and she's do, real do, big do, into do, 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 that song do, 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 what are, do, what's that song called in the mood in the mood do, is like do, do, the jazz do, song do, 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 do. <laughs> anytime do, 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 do. there's a like a swing or a dance or a jazz kind of yeah it's song needed it's, it, it's famous and also a like not a great song yeah it's, it's just like fine but everybody knows it it's like I don't know. It's seeped into everybody's So what? Sorry, go ahead. So she gets the record player going, and they're playing the song, and then the they're all dancing with each other. up. Wait, who is it? Should that be our cue for a king cameo? Pizza man? No, just a king cameo. Looks like a black guy, huh? King Cameo. Stephen King's in this movie. Yeah. So Stephen King plays the pizza delivery guy. You know why I made you hit that button? Why? It was all part of my little game. Because oh. now you can't hit it for any other reason. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm very smart. Um, unfortunately, though, 
This is the last King cameo that we're going to see. Oh, that's too bad. I guess we'll have to retire the button. I'm never retiring that button. I know, you love that button. <laughs> I like that button, too. Uh, I think it doesn't get used a lot, which is its own problem, because yeah. there's just not a lot of black people in these movies. You're, yeah. This one's about the past, so the only black person is a servant. Mm-hmm. Was Were they in love? Were they in love? I think they were. Right? They seemed a little in love. Yeah, they seem crazy in love. Their love's got me looking so... So crazy right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They did, mm-hmm. yeah. They seem to be in crazy, stupid love with each other. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, Sakina and Ellen Rimbauer seemed like they didn't go into it too deeply, but Ellen well, Rimbauer at one point, was married to a man, and is, yeah, they, he, who they killed together. They killed together, and they're holding hands as he's falling. Mm-hmm. There's no scenes of them like kissing or anything. No, but like but Sakina like does like nurse her back to health from the brink of death, and yeah. Like, there's a real tenderness and a confidant sort of relationship. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know if it's, you know, maybe there's an earlier draft, although it's hard to imagine anything being cut from this movie. I know. Uh, but yeah, no, there's a definite like intimacy to their relationship, if not a romantic one. Yeah. yeah. Um, they fingered each other. So <laughs> <laughs> let's face the facts, bro. Yeah. Welcome to finger me this. <laughs> and that'll do it. Um, when they were doing that dance sequence, right? Uh, Steve Rimbauer is dancing with a uh, little girl, Annie. Mm-hmm. And they're floating. Were they? Yeah, they're not touching the ground. Like, she's doing her telekinesis thing as they're dancing. Um, that was weird. Because, like, obviously there was a thing where, like, she had a big crush on him. That was clear. A little Annie. Yeah, little Annie had a big old crush on Hot Steven. But so did uh, Emily Deschanel. Yes. Because in the early oh, on... Oh, right, because someone reads, his mo- reads, reads her, her oh, mind. the automatic writer. Yeah. Yeah. She reads her mind and something like uh, they find out that she has like a little little thing for Stevie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I thought that something was going to happen between um, Emily Deschanel and Nancy Travis. Like a confrontation? Yeah, something. I like honestly, what I thought was going to happen with this movie, which the movie did. I don't know. I had certain expectations for all of these characters, mm-hmm. and I don't think any of them came through. Hey, that's just good writing, I guess. But I thought she was going to go into more of a Jack Torrance madness. So did I. Yeah, especially like because it becomes clear pretty early on that that is her arc. Mm. Uh, when she's in her, she's outside her office and the Dean's giving her shit and she somehow like pricks her finger when she reaches yeah. into her pocketbook and her hand is bleeding and like in, she just like snaps and starts rubbing blood all over his face. Yeah. Freaks out. Yeah. And you're like, oh, she's been infected by this house yeah. and she's going to slip into madness. Right. I like, she doesn't really. It's, it, somebody says it at one point that like you, you brought us here to sacrifice us to this house. Mm. Uh, but I don't think that's really explored enough. No. And I, I like, I, if there was more behind that statement, if, if that was her intention, I think it should have, she should have done more with that. Yeah. I think it's too much like backstory for the house and not enough. Yeah. Yeah. Character stuff. Yeah. Um, there's, n- you're right. Cause, because like most of these characters, you don't, you don't know exactly. You don't need to know much about the house. First of all, you need to know, basically need to know everyone's like relation to each other and who killed who. Yeah, 
And like, it's so funny because they spend all that time explaining everything, but moments like the two of them holding hands mm-hmm. communicate so much more than that entire scene does. Right. So like, yeah. Yeah. I, what I thought was going to happen is Nancy Travis was going to, uh, I guess, start working for the house, mm-hmm. for lack of a better In word. In the all of Jack Torrance. Yeah. Yeah. And start like feeding these people to the house, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that would have been like, I don't know, some sort of like thing where she picked up on Emily Deschanel being into Steve and then she gets rid of Emily Deschanel somehow mm-hmm. with the house. Um you know, just slowly picking... Uh, like, it would have made more sense to me if she was the one sort yeah. of, like, facilitating everybody being picked off. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, it seems totally random. It seems like someone's... It just seems like an empty accusation. Because even as the house is collapsing, she's, like, checking her equipment to see... Speaking of which, my favorite thing about this entire movie yeah. um, was the the... The one uh, reading that they were getting that was the called people? the the it was called the people proximity counter. Yeah. Which just told you how many people were in the room and how? it would go up when a ghost showed up. <laughs> yeah. That was so bad. They're, right. Early before before the first night's sleep, they're all sitting in the, like the living room and area or whatever. Like eight. Yeah. And then and then it bumps up to nine <gasps> and everybody's like <gasps> and then it goes up to like over a hundred. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> which like. That's a crowded room full of ghosties. Truly it is. It's like, I don't know. You don't, it, it's a very show don't tell kind of thing where it's like, just heighten. Yeah, you just, don't have to have a, like a metric. Yeah. We don't need a hard a, a number. ghostometer. <laughs> it well, might as well have been called a ghostometer. You know what I thought was really weird? And we'll get into this. Actually, should I save it? Well, no. No. Uh, I'm going to throw a king trope out right now. Oh, okay. Um, only being able to see ghosts in the the video monitor screen of a camcorder. Uh, what is that? What? Oh, that was in the corn kids. Corn kids. Yeah, yeah. That's well. Weird. It wasn't a camera. It was the infrared. No, yeah, the, yeah. But still, yeah, or the night vision goggles. Yeah, uh, same thing. Well, that's weird, right? Yeah, weird and specific. Um, so they they see a ghost like early on, and. They're just like, well, off to bed with us. <laughs> and isn't there some bullshit where someone's like, yeah, they can get you out here, but you're safe in the bedrooms. Maybe. But, okay. Why? It didn't make any sense to me why everybody had their own separate room. Um, Wouldn't, like, if this house is so incredibly haunted and they've seen, they've already seen, like, some, like, really weird shit happening. Wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it make the most sense for them, everybody, to like sort of bunk up? There is a lot of fuss made about the buddy system. Yeah, for exploring the house. Yeah, right. There's a heavy emphasis on the buddy system, and nobody pays attention to it. Yeah, not to go Betty by when you're at your most vulnerable. Yeah. Also, like, what a good opportunity that would have been to have like people be ghosts in the bed. Well, you know, we did get one ghost. We in did the bed. We get one ghost in the bed, right? Uh, which was remade with, with Scarlett uh, Johansson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't appreciate them whitewashing the ghost in the bed. Uh, yeah, I did. Um, it was called that new Scarlett Johansson movie with the ghost in the bed called Ghost in the Bed. <laughs> I was gonna say Lost in Translation. Yeah. Um. So, right off the bat, um. One of like, a ghost, dead. yeah, a ghost like comes and like 
lures Emily Deschanel out to the like the yard, and like. Just, like everybody she, just sort of like dies yeah. or disappears. What was up with her death? Because like I was in and it out on so, the first half of this movie. It's very unclear. Yeah. So she like I know she dies and there's a moment where like the the statue takes its face off. Okay. A la the movie Face Off. <laughs> right. A nice nod to Face Off. <laughs> right. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but so it's but that's the thing is like it's unclear. Like even the characters in this movie are like I you know. The, Ke- whatever his name, Kevin Ty is dead, and I think we have to assume that Emily Deschanel is dead. Also, we see her floating in the in the fountain, right? But nobody else does. Oh, they oh. just see her. I think they see her ghost. But like, but he also- sees her ghost, and it leads her leads him to her body, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Someone see. There's a shot of yes. just her body floating no, in you're the right. fountain. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So like, um. You know, it was there is a, a a big issue I have with this movie yeah, is okay. like, um, it starts off very sort of like gothic and Victorian, yeah. and that seems like what they're going for. Like, I haven't seen Crimson Peaks, but I imagine it's a lot like that. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, yeah. and you, think I also it, have not seen. <laughs> it, I thought it was honestly going to be like a uh, a fucking Jane Austen like ghost story. Sure. Um, like two women secretly in love, sign me up. That's like very of that time. Very of that time. Very hot. I'm in. Yes. Um, <laughs> I want, I want to see those fingers prune. Right. Gross. Those ghosty fingers. Go on. Oh, anyway. Um, yeah, no. And it just seems like <laughs> Jesus Christ. I hate myself. Yeah. All right, yeah, go yeah, on. yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, girl with like a little, with like a crippled arm. That's also very like industrial revolution. Yeah. It just, it sort of like is oozing that time period because that's where all the ghosts are from. That's when mm-hmm. the house was built. And they really, or he really went like half in on it, I felt. Yes. Because by the time shit's going down, none of that is really there. And it's right. not, you don't get that vibe from like what's playing out between the characters who are mm-hmm. alive. Yeah. And yeah, I just think, I think it could, I think I would have done a better job than Stephen King. Well, I think, I know he's gone on. He's saying he said before that this the the miniseries format uh, is his favorite because he he could take his time telling the story and whatnot. Yes, I think honestly, if this was a tighter script, it could go longer. Mm-hmm. You know, if it went eight to ten right. episodes of like uh, like your, when your he... Fargo's or something like that. Then you could you could take your time and flesh out the characters that we're actually so, with here. Exactly. Because so not only I think that, that's the biggest problem with this movie is like we we get very like when uh, Emily Deschanel dies, it's unclear at first that she did die, and also what impact that has on anybody because right. nobody seems so, to care at exactly. all. And like he takes the trouble of assigning everyone in the group their own distinctive power. Yeah. And none of them really come up that much. It's the automatic right. writer. It's fucking, uh, what's his name from Hooli? Right. Uh, and the little girl, Annie. Yes. They're really the only ones who like do much of anything. Right. The other characters who have, uh, powers, they're not right. The power is the Christian lady's power. Oh, she's the automatic writer. She, right. Okay, never mind. But they're they're not explored like the extent of their powers and explored. They don't. And also the loss of their power. Like this group is made up of people who everybody has a different yeah. thing. So when Emily Deschanel dies, 
What does that mean for the rest of the group? We've lost that that power now. Mm-hmm. What does it mean? Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't yeah, mean anything. Their their powers don't really factor into what, the plot. What was the older guy's power? Kevin Ty. I, I, I think his power was just having heart attacks. His power, <laughs> wasn't his power just that he saw two people walk into the bar? <laughs> you remember that when they're like showing everyone's power yeah. in that bar scene? They're like, what's your power? And he's like, a man in his mid-20s. He's with a girl. They're both dressed lavishly. He's got roving hands. He's touching her buttocks. And then those two people walk by a second later. It's like, yeah. you just saw them over yeah. there. <laughs> They're not sitting by the door. Yeah, you're just eyeballing people. Yeah, you're just... Uh, pe- I'm a people watcher. <laughs> <laughs> that one looks like Truman Capote. That's I'm like a, a callback. <laughs> That's a callback to uh, a joke, technically. Woody Allen. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. he's in uh, fucking Annie Hall. Yeah, yeah. Good job, Dan. <laughs> what, well done. Uh, you got to pat yourself on the back because no one else will. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I agree. Like they don't fit together in any cohesive way. Like I think yeah. the stand is a good example of like a ragtag bunch where like they all have different strengths and weaknesses and they all kind of like need each other. Yeah. Uh, these people just all have a power and they don't, they do don't seem to need each other. Not at all. Yeah. They only need each other, uh, because the buddy system is, in is in effect. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. It's pretty bad. And like, I think when Stephen King says he is, uh, he likes the miniseries format because he can like flesh out the story. He really just means he he can savor the same amount of story that he would in a shorter thing for yeah. longer. Yeah, because it's not there aren't a ton of plot points even in this movie. That that is why this movie is a little hard to talk about. Like the how we normally talk about movies because it doesn't have for a four hour movie. It doesn't have a lot of like big like turns or plot yeah, points. Yeah, it's like a four-hour version of the Michael Jackson thing. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting. Well, well, I was expecting a some sort of reason that the house was doing it, mm-hmm. which I don't think ever became a thing. Like, yeah, like whatever it is, you know, the house needs to feed on people to get mm-hmm. more power and keep drawing people in. Whatever. There was none of that. Like, it, it was weird to me that, like, the reason that the house was doing it, it was because the house was evil. Yeah. The end. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not much of anything. Um, and, uh. I, yeah, no. I, is this, uh, is Rose Red involved with the Dark Tower? I just thought of it because of the name of the building and the prevalence of roses in the Dark Tower. I don't think so. I don't either. Um, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Um, so everybody, uh, gets trapped inside the house. That's a major thing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) that's a huge problem. That's a ordeal. Um, at one point, Emery's mom shows up to the house because he hasn't called her and she's very overbearing, even though he is a man in his, what seems to be thirties. Rose red is mentioned in the dark tower. Really? Yeah. I would not be. I yeah. Um, hmm. You've read those books, right, Dan? I have, but I hadn't seen. Oh wait, hold on. Is it? That? No, sorry. Rose Red. Yeah, no, it is. It is. Okay, sorry. 
All right. Um, but cool. yeah, I've read a bunch of them and I can't tell you anything. Right. There's a train that likes riddles. That's what I'll I tell you. I don't want to talk about it's that train. It's the most Stephen King thing in the world. I know. <laughs> um, so Emery's mom shows up at the house. She gets killed. She gets killed. But no, not right that away. Scene, that was another scene that could have been five minutes shorter. When she's running around? When she's running around, when they find her in the kitchen, yeah. and it's just like her writhing and writhing. And it ugh, just like at a certain point, she can't talk. Yeah. And it's because she's been hit in the head too many times. That's probably. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's five minutes of her going, ah, and them going, what? And yeah. her going, ah. <laughs> yeah. She, her character was uh, unbearable. I watch. liked her in the first scene. I liked that dynamic. I thought that was pretty good. Like a little, like an adult yeah, mama's boy yeah. sure. and her just being like, well, did you, did you hardball him on the phone? And like, I don't know, making it like moving and shaking. Yeah. I, th- again, another thing I thought there'd be like more to, mm-hmm. she is gone after that scene and doesn't show up except to die. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. Um, then the the professor who was who sent the kid in there, who uh, got this woman her uh, tenure revoked, he shows up at the place because there was a message left on his machine from Steve saying that he king, gave, yep, yeah. um, that they found um, uh, the kid uh, Bollinger, um, and. He slit his wrists, and he the last thing he wrote in his own blood was this professor's name. Um, so he's like, I have to do something about this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I must address this now. Um, <laughs> so this we, could look bad for me. Yeah. Um, so then he goes to the house, and he also dies. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, here is a weird thing. Yeah. What was up with the Christian lady yeah. finding... Jimmy Simpson's body hanging from a noose. And was it that, said, I'm sorry, mom. Yeah. Or well, I'm scared, mom. I'm scared, mommy. Yeah. 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 What was that? No idea. Why her? I don't know. <sighs> I don't know. At, at a certain point, um, Julian Sands and this Christian lady are running through the house getting chased. And Julian Sands, like, sacrifices, sacrifices himself. Yeah. Um, and, and he's then, sort of the Australian or the British guy from. Uh, the Langoliers of this movie. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, he's just, like, very good. Yeah, he's very good, and he's also, sling. like, uh, he gives Emery a lot of shit. Because yeah. Because he's, like, Emery's, like, basically... Who is very much the, the, uh, the... Yeah, the, Bronson Pinchon. Yeah. Yeah. The... Uh, what, like Toomey? Toomey, yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. I couldn't get tombs out of my head. <laughs> Tomb. Wait, we got something there. Um, I'm gonna tell you what's important. Yeah. Okay. And again, another character with like a uh, a, tr- a bad relationship with his aggressive parent. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, that's a trope. <laughs> Write it down. The Toomey scenario. <laughs> uh, yeah. What else? There, there's a lot of people running around in the house. Like that's what a lot of this movie is. It's just like running room to room. <laughs> it, yeah. It's like a Scooby Doo hallway. Yeah. I did like when uh, Christian lady, uh, when the church lady yeah. <laughs> is is in that library with the glass floor and, and it, starts, she it starts turns singing. into water. Yeah. I thought that was great. 
Yeah, have you seen that movie with Scarlett Johansson? Oh, don't. <laughs> Not if this Ghost was a callback. I'm go- Ghost in the bed. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's what that's we said. A, yeah, that's a, that's a callback. Wow, I, I was about to get so mad, and I don't even know what a callback is. <laughs> uh, well, it's that fuck. She plays an alien. Blue ruin, green room. What's next? Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> that's a callback. <laughs> Hang on. That's a second chance. God damn it. Wait, what does she play? Under, I wasn't un- I literally wasn't listening to <laughs> the movie Under the Skin from uh 2013. She Under plays the Skin? Uh, like Sebastian the Crab? <coughs> yeah. She yeah. plays an alien who um like picks up men um in a like a car and bring lures them back into his into her house mm. where there's like this, it's a weird, like this black void, right? And she strips down naked. The guys are like, yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> and they start stripping down naked. And uh, they start, the men start walking towards her. And as they're walking towards her, they're sinking into the floor in like, in this very similar yeah. to what, what is happening here, where they're like, and they don't realize that it's happening, obviously. And they just sink underneath the floor. Whoa. And they get, like, sucked into this. It's like a black water kind of a thing. It's Is it just nutrients? It's very upsetting, <laughs> whatever it is. Yeah. That sounds um, really... I like that a lot. It's a good movie. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but, that, but... that's If anybody's seen that movie, that's what this looks like. It's this woman, she's walking across a mirrored floor and then starts and it stepping becomes, down into it. Yeah. Which I loved, I thought, because it was like a, a practical effect, yeah. and it looked really good, and yeah. there's so much shitty CGI and bad puppets in yeah. this movie. So many Crypt Weird. Keeper looking yeah. ass fucking ghost puppets. Weird puppets. Um, yeah, and what we, what we find out, like why the doors and windows and everything won't open is because the little girl is keeping them closed. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the house is making her do that, it I would guess. seem something like that. It's very unclear. You know what? Else, you know what was really frustrating was like they explain that, and I think it's in the same scene when Steve Rimbauer, oh. uh, not Congressman Steve King. Okay, uh, Steve Rimbauer is he because he keeps having this recurring memory of going into the attic of this mansion, yeah, and seeing the ghost of his great grandmother. And sometimes she's a ghoulie. Sometimes she's a pretty lady. Mm. But at a certain point, he's like, no, that's not a real memory. The house implanted that memory. <laughs> yeah. Like, why? I don't. Why? Why? Why, why couldn't <laughs> it have been real? Yeah. Why couldn't you have been like drawn to this house since you were a boy? Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Stupid. Stupid. Stupid ass. Uh, I don't think we talked about this, but this was directed by uh, Craig Baxley. Yeah. yeah. Um, did we say that? No. Uh, Craig Baxley also directed Storm of the Century. Um, oh, really? Yeah. And the movie Action Jackson with Carl Weathers. And Stone Cold with Brian the Boz Bosley. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Bosley or Bosworth? Uh, Bosworth. <laughs> <laughs> Can we just skip to the end? Yeah, I mean, like, we're basically at the end yeah. now. Nancy um, Travis dies yeah. as the house is, like, the house collapsing. Is collapsing in. Um, sort of. Yeah, she, the little girl basically, like, um, she 
opens the doors and the windows so that they're free. The people are, are like, they're going to run out. And Nancy Travis is like, she's like, no, I have to stay. I have to check my equipment. Uh, I, and I, I have to check the people proximity counter. Yeah. I, but like that, this was the thing that was like, why? Why is she? I don't understand her turn. Because that's the thing. Like, There's it's nothing. very inconsistent. No. Like, even if she had lured them there to be like, I needed your psychic energy as bait to right. wake the house up. Right. Which I think is sort of suggested, but not confirmed yeah. or disconfirmed. Mm -hmm. So she's just like, no, my research. It's not even like she's trying to gather the stuff yeah. to get out. Right. She's, she's just, just like sitting down. And then all of a sudden it's like, huh? And the chandelier falls and the whole house is like sparking. Yeah. Why? <laughs> um, so everybody sort of runs out of the house, mm -hmm. right? So it's Emery. It's the Christian lady. It's Steve. It's Melanie uh, Linsky and, and little Annie. Yeah. Um, I think that's everyone. That is everyone. Um, so, and so Nancy Travis stays in the house and then as soon as she's, like, locked in the house, she's like, I've made a huge mistake. Mm -hmm. And then um, all, the, all the ghosts and ghoulies yep. circle and descend upon her. All the ghosts of all the uh, the people that lived in the house previously and all the people that she brought there and died. Mm. They all descend on her and kill her. Not unlike um, the Night Flyer. Yeah, kind of like the Night Flyer. It's a lot like the Night Flyer. It's like the last scene of the Night Flyer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they cut to like six months later, and they're all there. Standing they, outside the house, there's a, a big sign on the... Uh, on the outside of the house that says like condominiums. Yes. And, and that's basically it. They're like, well, the house is going to get knocked down, and fuck them. And yeah, then, they're rebuilding it. They're putting condos up. And in the... Up in like the tower, the highest point in the house. <laughs> so stupid. There's three ghosts. One is Ellen Rimbauer. One is um, the old man. Oh, oh no, it is. It is her. Yeah, I, think, okay. I thought it was Sakina. Um, and uh, the ghost of Nancy Travis. And they're all looking out there, and they're like, "Well, I guess we're fucked now <laughs> because they're going to build condos." Yeah. And that's that's basically the movie. Yeah, um, I didn't need it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, folks, I didn't need it. I don't know the 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 house was like this maze in like geographically it was a maze, and I felt like this movie was just like it's a maze of a movie. It was a maze balls. <laughs> epic, epic bacon for the win. <laughs> I am trying to find the... Oh, wait. Why am I trying to find it? Well, I don't have it on my computer. What's happening? I was trying to find the last... That whole last scene of Rose Red uh -huh. because I wanted to cross-reference. I forgot to check to see if the real estate company is the same real estate company from the Dark Tower. Oh. Because it could be. Um, Do you... Um, hang on, I can... Yeah, because there's like a sign that says like, coming soon, condominiums. Uh, it says, a new tech star, condominium development, coming on the site in 2002, we build for the future. That's the whole thing. Uh, maybe not. Uh, no, I don't think that's it. All right. 
Okay, so that's it. That's the movie. That's the movie. Let's talk about... Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to start with what we hated or what we loved? Oh, that hurts my parts. Oh, he hit that button with such an eagerness, <laughs> with such a vigor. I think there was a lot to hate in this movie. Yeah, I'd say so. I, but this isn't, it's not like an especially bad movie. It's like a, a middle of the road mediocre movie, yeah. which I think is worse. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So what did I hate most about this? Emery's mom was real difficult to watch every time she showed up. Mm-hmm. Um, just the fucking, like, I, I don't know the length of these things, man. I can watch like a 10 hour, I could binge watch like a 10 hour. Remember how much we liked the stand? Yeah. Yeah. I liked the stand. It was, I don't know. How long was that? It was four hours. It was about what this was. Yeah. That thing zipped on by. Zipped by. Had a great time watching it. We've watched miniseries that move. Mm Mm-hmm. And this one. Be I, I don't know maybe dragged it, ass. It really did. It like maybe you know it. We have no emotional connection to any of these characters, so it's, it it's difficult to care when any any of them die, or when any of them are in danger. Like when any of anybody here is in danger, you're like I don't really know who this person is. Yeah. So I couldn't. Who could care? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the only reason you latch onto a character is to be like. Either, oh, I recognize them from something, or, oh, I can't stand when they're on the screen. Yeah. Like, you're right. Like, uh, what's his name's mom? What is Emery. Emery. Who was my least favorite part of the movie. Yeah, she's terrible. Easily. She's just screaming the entire time. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, Yardley Smith in whatever movie she was in. Yardley Smith. The Simpson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was in uh, Maximum Overdrive. That's right. Yeah, she was. She was married to that little piss boy. Mm-hmm. Oh, pissing in the booth. Yeah, he was That's like, right. "Oh, you gotta go pee. Can I come watch? Woo! Oh, can I gather it up with my mouth? Uh, oh, oh, can you just pee down my and nose?" And she says, "I caramba <laughs> don't have a piss sex, man." That's not. She's not the voice of Bar Simpson. No, I know. Uh, yeah. She's the voice of Lisa Simpson. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah. Don't don't ever accuse me of not knowing my Nancy Cartwrights from my Yardley Smiths. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why that boy couldn't tell his Yardley Smith from his Nancy Cartwright? <laughs> Ding. Uh, my yeah. So my least favorite part also Emery's mom. Oh, but what do we like about this movie? Daddy. Shining moments. Uh, I think it's water floor for me. Water floor was good. I liked that. I did kind of like when she smeared blood all over the the dean's face. He was so cheesed. <laughs> he was super cheesed. Bum 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 bum. bum. <laughs> we haven't done a Louie Louie in a while. <laughs> yeah, that's too bad. Uh, reared on. <laughs> Blood dripping down Haunted his face. Haunted house. <laughs> Rimba. Rimba. Yeah, no. Probably the probably the water floor. I thought it was oh, a yeah. If, uh, oh, real quick. I'm sorry. No, the water floor was yeah. It, as far as like the effects in the movie, I think that was as the, the best effect, best. but also like the tone I was expecting of sort of like Victorian mm. gothic. It just felt very like that and like uh, Emily Deschanel laying in the fountain. Those were the two things that felt tonally correct to me. Everything yeah. else was a wash. Yeah. 
Um, what'd you like? I didn't want. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> no, what well, we forgot to say this, but at the end when they're running out of the house, uh, little Annie drops a bunch of rocks on the house again. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's right. So, it's so funny, too, because Melanie Linsky has a line that's something like, oh, here come the rocks again. <laughs> yeah, or like, she's doing the rocks again. <laughs> oh, boy, here come the <laughs> rocks. And they start dropping. <laughs> Chekhov's rock rain. Yeah. Um, I, it might be the rocks. <laughs> My favorite that's part. That's pretty funny. It might be like the opening scene with the rocks, like destroying this old couple's house. All around me are familiar. Yeah, the dying dark of mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it is. It's very stupid. Yeah. I liked it a lot. Uh, should we? You know, what in this movie have we seen before? In the book I'm working on now, there's a spooky monster. King tropes. Let's go over some ground rules. Bees. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other one? My girl. <laughs> no, we're. Uh, come on, I had it before. Uh, I wrote it down. There was another one with bees. Hold on. A scary. Yeah. Oh, it was. Um, it was The Shining. It was. Remember, they had that wasp nest. <gasps> That's in the, right. The miniseries. That's yeah, yeah. so weird. Yeah. Right? That is really weird. Because this also this is very similar to The Shining, mm-hmm. or at least what they're going for. Kind yeah. Of. And yeah, it's like bigger fucking, Shining bees. Uh, only being able to see ghosts in a screen. Yeah. Haunted houses. Bugs uh, bunnying. We forgot to mention. Kid, special kids who shine. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, a rag. Oh, bug. Yeah, there bugs is a bugs bunny. bunny. Yeah, there is a bugs bunny. Uh, it's when Christian Mingle and Julian Assange are being <laughs> chased down Mingle. the hallway. Uh, the church. <laughs> sorry, the church lady and Julian Assange. <laughs> I would watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, um. And yeah, they're getting. There's like something <laughs> under the rug, like the the runner. It's that, Bugs Bunny. It's Bugs Bunny. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And he pops up and says. Eh, what's up, Doc? And the church lady says, isn't that special? <laughs> and Julian Assange says, uh, you can't convict me if I don't, if I just stay over here. Yeah. Um, a ragtag group. Ragtag. It's a bottle episode. Mm-hmm. It's a bottle movie, whatever. Uh, the Toomey um, scenario. Toomey scenario. Miniatures of the house. Oh, my God. This is the fucking Shining. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. And like... Hitting the miniature, affecting the real house. Yep. Yeah. Um, ghosts and ghoulies circling and descending on the flawed main character. Mm-hmm. Nightflyer. Um, how about, can you say crows? Yeah. Because birds cro- hitting the window. For sure. Crows are eating that, that old man who dies of a heart That's attack. That's right. Yeah, that was a bit much. <laughs> but a bird flies far. into the window and then hangs out in front of the window. Yeah. With the worst CGI I've ever seen. Hits the window and he's like, craw. Yeah. Craw, craw. It's not even CGI. It's like a hand-drawn crow. <laughs> it's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's like the commercial uh, where the birds fly into the window because it's too clean. Can't see it. That's all I have for tropes. How about you? Mm, yes. I'm okay. Done. Well, in that case, let's move on to our final segment. I am DB. They just cheated us. This isn't fair. This is IMDb. IMDb, where we compare our opinion IMDb. of the movie mm. against the average user. Go on IMDb.com. 18,427. As of the time of this recording, souls have voted on this movie and awarded it an average user score of 6.7 out of 10 stars. Rob, say it with me. That is too, too high. high. Yeah. 
I think by at least two stars. I do, it's yeah, fine. I would, I would say it's a five at best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like good. It it's a functional movie. Yeah, but it's not. It's not great. I I, I think the idea is good. I like the premise of it. Yeah, sure. I like The Shining too. Yeah, but uh, right. Yeah, I I think it could have been executed much much better. I think so too. Um, I do like a gothic The Shining. Sure. I like the sound of that, and we could have had it. We didn't get it. Hey. Maybe we'll get that next time when we watch The Diary of Alan Rimbauer. Is that really next? No. No. Uh, but it is coming up. How could you do that? That's fine that you foot. did it to me. Huh? Is your foot touching my foot? No. <laughs> no. Oh, no. Um, yeah, hold on. Let me look. Let me see when The Diary. Because it is. Yeah, it's only like a month or so away. So we're going to get to that soon. Um. Yeah, five, five out of five. Um. Uh, underdeveloped arms. <laughs> uh, five out of ten. Much like that girl's arm, the characters in this movie <laughs> were underdeveloped. That's right. Um, and I think that'll do it for Rose Red. I think so. Was this a long episode? It was on the longer side. Oh, well, I want to thank everyone for bearing with us. Yeah. Um. So Guys, what, what'd you say is next? Next. Oh, you didn't say. I didn't. Okay, I checked. But my I phone. will. I thought you must have said it. When <laughs> I was doing that. <laughs> no, next week we will be watching the Mangler Two, two baby. <laughs> Hopefully, we can get our old friend of the show, J.C. Hendricks, on for that one. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, great. I'm looking forward to that. The first one's a hoot. The first one is. That shit crazy. Yes. Um, yeah. Ah, oh, you broke. Uh, I cut it off. Ah, oh, you broke my damn watch. Oh, you broke my uh, damn watch. You got to turn your tongue sideways and say all your lines. Oh, oh you broke my damn watch. You broke my damn watch. The end of glory. <laughs> Fucking. He's not in this one, is he? He's not. Fucking. Oh, I wish. I know. We'll just have to do Monk. I would do. <laughs> uh, I would do a, a Monk, Monk mini series for for the bonus episodes. Yeah, yeah. Mangler two. Still, still mangling. Um, this is- truly has been a Mangler two. <laughs> um. Yeah, I hopefully JC's around. I bet he will be. I bet when this episode comes out, he'll text me and say, I am around. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, that'll be dumb. Once again, <laughs> we encourage everyone to rate and review the show on iTunes. Give us five stars. Uh, say something nice. We like to read those on the show. Uh, you can also contribute to uh, this little project on our Patreon. We'll have links to both of those in the show notes. Yeah, guys, if you, again... $5 or more will get you access to a bonus show. And it, it's very easy to actually get the bonus show. Um, once you donate, you'll be able to get a... You'll get a link in your email. And you copy and paste that link into your... Whatever podcast app you use to listen to your podcast. Be it iTunes. Be it Stitcher. Yeah, whatever it is. And you you copy and paste it into that app. 
and and it just downloads automatically yeah. like all the other ones. Yeah, it just it, it folds itself right into your life. Yeah, it's great. You can also email us uh, any questions, comments, concerns, high praise, um, leads on how to contact Stephen King or, frankly, Ted Levine. Oh, uh, man. <laughs> and that is kingmepod at gmail.com. You can I also follow us. Talk to him. That fucking... <laughs> That that mushmouth. That mushmouth. Yeah, we're. I don't know what kind of microphone you even use. Oh man, wait a sec. Can I just before we uh, sign off here? I just want to read the synopsis for the Mango too. Oh, please, um, give him a taste. All right, this is two thousand and two. Okay, a teenage girl mistakenly downloads the Mangler. <laughs> <laughs> wait, oh. the Mangler two computer virus. Oh my god! In, into her high school's new state-of-the-art computer system. This is such a fucking lawnmower man too. All hell breaks loose. This clearly. All right, so, <laughs> and we'll get into it, I'm sure. But Mangler two is a computer bu- virus. It's the second generation of a laundry machine? Um, And the number of stars that this has is not far off from (laughs) 2.0. Thank God. Um, Oh, man. Yeah, so uh, you can also follow us on Twitter at KingMePod. We're on Facebook as well. We're most active on Facebook. We We like to post shit and interact with you. So uh, you can follow us there. Hit us up any of those ways. Love to hear from you. Next week, uh, the Mangler 2.0. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> so until then, I'm Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. Um, Stephen King. Stephen King.